I always try to express my appreciation to our choir, to our musicians, and this morning I will include the congregation. Thank you. Thank you for your ministry and music this morning. What a wonderful message. You know, I suppose if I had to choose one thing that is quite often left out of church today is notes about the holiness of God. Uh, We have brought down God to our level, and we've elevated man to God's level. And God's holiness is just something that you just don't hear much of. So that is a wonderful, wonderful testimony and reminder of who God is and what God's all about. Holy is the Lord. Thank you. If you have your Bible, would you turn with me, please, to Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3. This is not designed as a message on baptism. I simply want to put in place a few parameters with respect to baptism. Uh, A full orb message on baptism, uh, going into all of its details, uh, will have to come later. But we are observing the ordinance of believers' baptism this morning. And... It needs and deserves just a few parameters to be put in place before we observe the ordinance. And those two parameters have to do with why was Jesus baptized? And I want to suggest at least four reasons. Why was Jesus baptized? Four reasons. And then second, and again just briefly, reasons for our baptism. And there are two in particular that I'll mention there. I will not take long with them. Uh, We need to have the time to have these in place and then to prepare for the ordinance of baptism. Matthew chapter 3, I want to read in your hearing verses 13 through 17. These verses, I'm sure, are familiar to most. 3.13, Matthew. Then Jesus arrived from Galilee at the Jordan, coming to John to be baptized by him. But John tried to prevent him, saying, I have need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answering said to him, Permit it at this time, for in this way it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he permitted him. And after he was baptized, Jesus went up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending As a dove and coming upon him. And behold a voice out of the heavens saying. This is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. Why was Jesus baptized? Expeditiously. Number one. It was to fulfill all righteousness. 315 of Matthew. Indicates that. It is fitting. For us to fulfill all righteousness. That's the first reason that's given in the text. This was in fulfilling of all righteousness. There is a second reason uh, that's not in this particular text. If you want to, you could turn with me to John chapter 1. John chapter 1. And I would like to read a couple of verses in your hearing again. John 1, beginning at verse 31. 
First of all, to fulfill all righteousness. Second reason is in these verses. And I did not recognize him. Uh, and actually, uh, time permitting, I would have gone back to have read the, the, the previous five or six verses, back as far as verse 26. But I want to put in at verse 31. And I did not recognize him, but in order that he might be manifested to Israel, I came baptizing in water. And John bore witness, saying, I have beheld the Spirit descending as a dove out of heaven. And he remained upon him. And I did not recognize him, but he who sent me to baptize in water said to me, He upon whom you see the dove descending and remaining upon him, this is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. The second reason is in verse 31, that he might be manifested to Israel. It was to fulfill all righteousness. Second, it was that he might be manifested to Israel. Third reason I would suggest comes out of Isaiah 42 and Isaiah 61. I'll not go back there and read them. But those passages speak of uh, the Spirit descending on him and this being the inauguration of his sonship. Uh, Let me back up on that. It is the inauguration of his messiahship, the messianic ministry. He was the Son of God before, but this is the inauguration uh, with the Spirit coming upon him as a sign and a seal of the Messianic era. And number four, it was to illustrate or to mirror his death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus was baptized. He went down into the water. He came up out of the water. And that was designed to mirror his death and resurrection. And like, in like manner, when uh, a Christian is baptized today, it indicates that we are baptized with him into his death and into his resurrection. So why was Jesus baptized? Those are just some parameter reasons. Why should a Christian be baptized? What are the reasons... Why should we do this? Two reasons. The Bible commands it. Now, I've had people argue with me about this, but with no success so far as I'm concerned because I just quote the Scriptures. Jesus is the one who commanded believers to be baptized. No church council did this. No board of deacons said you've got to be baptized. No preacher said you've got to be baptized. The Bible says if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior, the step of obedience that you need to take next is to be baptized in water. Matthew 28, 19 and following. You know those verses. I'll not turn back there. Go and baptize. He gave that command to his disciples. Go and baptize. Peter in Acts 2 And in other places, speaks of the command to be baptized. There can be no doubt whatsoever, if you read the Word of God, and if you believe the Bible, there can be no doubt whatsoever that all who believe in Jesus Christ as Savior have the responsibility to be baptized. That is not Ross Marion, Pastor Wake Chapel Church. That is not the stance that Wake Chapel Church has put forward. We didn't originate that. We subscribe to it. But it's the Bible who says, 
if you've trusted Christ as your Savior, then the step of obedience to follow that is the matter of being baptized. So the command. Second, the purpose. And the purpose that I would like to just simply mention this morning is that it is a confessional opportunity. It is a confessional opportunity. Through this ordinance, the individual publicly declares himself or herself to be a believer in Jesus Christ. It is a testimony. We've got five young people this morning to be baptized. We have one lady who is an adult to be baptized this morning. In my talking with them, one of the things I have spoken about was, I just asked the question, would you be willing to stand up in the pulpit where I usually stand and give your testimony? And it doesn't take very long for folks when I ask that question, say, uh-uh. That's for you to do, Pastor, and that's fine. I understand that. But do you know, I go on to explain, you are giving your testimony in church when you are baptized. That's what this is about. That's what you're saying. I have spoken with the candidates for baptism. I have asked them, have you trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? From those as young as Eliza May, I've never baptized anybody that I recall that I didn't ask them this question. Have you trusted Jesus Christ personally as your Savior? And so, then we baptize. And so the individual, when they walk through this water and are baptized, they are giving a public testimony of their faith. And most of them would be very reluctant to stand up here where I am and speak. But they're giving a testimony nonetheless. Thank God for that. Let me wrap up my remarks. Just to summarize once again, if I can, please. Things that are important for us to keep in mind. Number one, water baptism is commanded. And therefore, it is our obligation to obey the command. You will hear me say in just a few moments with each one of the candidates, the words that I use, have used throughout all of my ministry. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and based on your good confession of faith in Him, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Folks, that's as simple a formula as I know of to make. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He's the one who put this in place. Therefore, it is abidingly important. And it is incumbent upon every child of God. And, going on, based on your good confession of faith in Him. For you see, I've indicated to you already that I ask people before I baptize them, do you know Jesus as your Savior? If you don't, you're just going to get wet. That's all in the world that's going to happen. 
And you could get wet in every church in the state of North Carolina. And if you've never trusted Jesus Christ, the water of baptism won't get you into heaven. We need to be crystal clear today. The doctrines of the church in the 21st century are slipping enormously. Sadly, but they are slipping enormously. Now it's, if you want to do something, you can do it. If you don't want to do it, you you know. We need to be crystal clear about what we are doing when we baptize folks. We are not gaining them entrance into the kingdom of heaven. Water will not get you into heaven, folks. I hope we're all clear about that. Water won't get you into heaven. Well, why do it? Well, it's a matter of obedience. It's a matter of obedience. Who said this? Well, we've indicated that already. Was the person who said this of some importance? Yes. The Lord Jesus. Believing in Jesus. Hear me well. If you don't get anything else this morning, but maybe a picture of somebody being baptized or thinking they've dunked some people again, whatever. If you don't get anything else this morning, do remember these two things. Number one, salvation is by grace through faith in Jesus. That's all. Salvation is by grace through faith in Jesus. You trust Jesus, you're going to heaven. And when you trust Jesus, nobody and nothing can take that away from you. So you trust Jesus and you're going to heaven. I love to ask folks when I'm talking with them about baptism what I believe to be a very pointed question. We talk about the things about like I've talked about them this morning. And then when I get down to a place I'm just about through, I, I look at them and say, I've got one more question for you. And they think they've got it made by that time. My question is, if you were never baptized, would you go to heaven? Now that's a hard question for a 10-year-old to answer. Just because of age and maturity level and whatever. That's a hard question. And I won't let them answer until I tell them, now you need to think about it. What did we talk about a while ago? You trusted Jesus, didn't you? What did that result in? And they will answer, it, it means I'm going to heaven. Okay, if you never were baptized in water, would it take that away from you? Thank you, Liza May. <laughs> Bless your sweetheart, dear. <laughs> and that's exactly what she said to me. No. <laughs> that's the best exclamation point I've had in any message ever. And that's the truth. Salvation is by grace, dear people. Baptism in water is a matter of obedience to the Savior. Could I just close my part with vernacular? And ask you, have you got it? Pray with me. Thank you, our Father, for the ordinance of believers' baptism. 
thank you that preceding that is the matter of uh, personal, personally coming to faith in Jesus Christ as his or her Savior. Nothing can add to that, and nothing can take away from it. That's a fact that's settled in heaven. Once we trust Jesus, it's settled in heaven. But baptism is important, Lord. It's spoken about very clearly in the New Testament. Grant, O God, to us that we might see from the pages of Scripture its importance as an act of obedience to the one who died for us. Bless these in a very special way who are being baptized today. And for all who are here, may it be an encouragement to our faith to observe the ordinance of believers' baptism. We ask these favors in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. At this point, I will ask the candidates for baptism to excuse themselves and to prepare for the ordinance. We are so glad to have uh, many visitors with us this morning. And just uh, home folks already know this, but for our visitors who are here, one of the things that we do when our folks are going out to prepare to be baptized is to is that of singing some songs together. And I want to encourage not just visitors, but all of us to look at this as not as filler time, but think of it as a time to reflect upon your faith in Jesus Christ if you have trusted Him. We're privileged to be able to visually see some folks confessing their faith in Jesus Christ this morning. Five young people and one young adult. And wouldn't it be wonderful this morning if there's somebody in our midst who has yet to trust Jesus, if as we're singing and as you're watching and as you're listening, you would say, Jesus, I want you to be my Savior. Thank you, Father, for sending your Son, Jesus. Thank you that He bore my sins in His body, that I might be forgiven. Thank you for the new life that you have promised to me because of His resurrection. We're going to sing some songs of testimony. It's poems, uh, it will be poems that folks have written to share how they trusted Jesus. And the first one is 473, and it begins very, very personally. I heard an old, old story about a Savior who came from glory. And then talks about that Savior, and then how He responded to that Savior. Victory in Jesus is number 473. We're going to sing a couple of songs after this one, and you may remain seated for those. But I'm going to ask you to stand for this one, if you would, please. 470. I told her, folks, I'm going to keep her sitting right there on the second or third row so she can answer my questions like she did this morning. That was great, girl. That was great. Thank you. Come on here. There are some things about uh, folks that I kind of like to share. Sometimes not everybody wants me to. But after I've done it, it's too late, isn't it? (laughs) This young lady's mother, 
I was told. They moved into a house that had a pool in the backyard. And Mom has a, shall we say, a great reluctance to water. And as I understood it, now neither parent or grandparents told me this, but as I understood it, for a while, uh, Rachel had her two children wear a life jacket just to go play in the backyard. Is that right, honey? No. (laughs) You're supposed to be helping me. This is a serious time, but there's a joy to it as well. Uh, This young lady has trusted Christ. She makes no bones about it. Spoke to me just right up like you'd want her to. And so it's a privilege to baptize Eliza May Dickens. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and based upon your good confession of faith in Him, I baptize you, my sister, Eliza May Dickens, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace Bartles. Again, this is Grace Bartles, in obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and based on your good confession of faith in Him, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is Ryan Bartles. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and based upon your good confession of faith in Him, I baptize you, my brother, Ryan Bartles, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Moss. 
in obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And based upon your good confession of faith in him, I baptize you, Haley Moss, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mamas are up here. I think there's more water up here than there is down here. <laughs> Cooper, come on, buddy. This is Cooper Nash. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and based upon your good confession of faith in Him, I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Young lady is Jessica Schulting. Jessica? In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, based upon your good confession of faith in Him, I baptize you, my sister, Jessica Schulting, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. wonderful day in the life of these six who've been baptized. It is a wonderful day in the life of their family. And it is a wonderful day in the life of Wake Chapel Church. All God's people said, Amen. Joe Ford is our deacon of the day. Joe, would you come to dismiss us with prayer. Would you stand with us, please? Pray with me, please. Our Heavenly Father, we're thankful for this day. We just rejoice in these people that have so boldly professed to the world that you are their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray that as they now walk forward in their, their newfound faith that we as a church body would come alongside of them, encourage them in their walk, and disciple them as they move forward in their profession of faith in you. We also want to list up our mission of the week, chosen people uh, ministries, as they minister to the Jewish people around the world that has yet to proclaim Jesus as their Messiah. So we just pray that you would be with all of their uh, spiritual needs, financial needs. Encourage them in the work that you've called them to do.
Once again, we rejoice in this day and what we have witnessed today. And we just want to give you all the honor and glory with us, uh, or to you, and go with us now as we go out into the world that we also might be salt and light in the world that we go into. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.